Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. Hi, this is Normie from Knuckleballer Radio and ZombieCast, and you're listening to one of my favorite shows on the Geeky Antics Network. Don't forget to check out the rest of the gang over at geekyantics.net. Warning, there might be rants and food ahead and possibly inappropriate behavior. Don't tell anybody, though. Welcome, geeks, gamers, furries, and ninja robots. This is Horseplay Live. Happy holidays, friends and family. And uh, it's been a little awkward time because we're having some technical issues with our host. So today, rather than this being the usual Thursday show, we're actually doing this on a Sunday night. And it's going to be uh, pretty quick because I'm pretty beat. Spent most of my weekend um, pretty much peeing out of my butthole. Yep, yep, good times. Uh, I haven't been feeling too well. Uh, I think it's mostly stress-related. It's just, you know, the grind of the holidays. <laughs> We're not uh, Ubering folks around, so to speak. The shopping and the bills and all that stuff. It's like, ugh, can I get a break? It's, that's adult life, though. That's adult life. Non-stop. But anyway, today is Sunday, December 3rd. And this is episode 207 of Voice Blame. We're going to call this one, well, that was awkward. Just because uh, it was pretty awkward that uh, not only were we a little late, recording last week but then uh, when we tried to upload our host was having issues and they're still going on now so by the time uh y'all listen to this episode it's probably uh christmas time so my guess is uh when we do unicorn poopies it's gonna be in the new year 2018 <laughs> so hopefully we'll get this episode out in time on the podcast feeds if not uh those of you that tune in on twitch or youtube get it so uh twitch.tv forces geeky antics or youtube.com forward slash geekyantics where you can catch us uh, for the live or pseudo live experience and you get the video with that. Not much to watch, but you know, good little slideshow. I like the, I like the stuff. I'm gonna get, my goal is to get a lot of, uh, kind of on an 80s kick. Every now and then I get into 80s kick, I'm gonna do like a little slideshow, just like, uh, I'm gonna sprinkle in a slideshow of, um, toys from the 80s and stuff. Maybe some TV shows and whatnot. <clears throat> Uh, and that slideshow is getting pretty big. There's all kinds of random stuff in there. Video game stuff and movies and TV shows. Some comic stuff. 
a little bit of everything. All the all things geeky. Now, when things are normal, quote unquote, we do the show every Thursday uh, at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's 8 p.m. Pacific, 4 a.m. GMT. Yes, I'm late. <laughs> I know I'm late. Beard's giving me a hard time. And early in the day at 5 p.m. Eastern, we do uh, our reruns at allgames.com. Uh, make sure you check them out. Lots of great shows over there. Uh, this is primarily a comedy show, and uh, it's definitely NSFW, so kids, get your parents' permission first. <laughs> so, um, I already mentioned the issues with the technical issues, so no need to t- get into that and housekeeping. Uh, again, schedule is uh, going to be sporadic uh, with the holidays. Uh, Got to get it in when I can get it in. <laughs> um... One of our other flagship shows on the network, uh, Gaming Dev, is uh, now on Tuesdays. So if you want to check them out, twitch.tv forward slash geeky, not geeky, forward slash gaming dev. If you want to join us on Discord, uh, geekyantics.net forward slash Discord. That's a free chat server. So, anywho, so I'm going to keep this one short. So, uh, in the midst of not feeling too well, I've been doing a lot of show box. <laughs> The, the seedy underbelly of TV. And, uh, they, you know, they have some good articles they grab from all all over the place. They had a little fun one, uh, that was celebrities with famous parents. Um, and one that stood out to me, there's a lot of ones that <clears throat> were great, but, uh, the one that particularly stood out, though, was, um, Kitty Cassidy from, for me, uh, she's a character from Arrow, uh, who... It was hit or miss. Yeah, 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 they love her, you hate her. She had her moments, though, but she's back again on the show uh, after, I guess, a brief departure. Um, she's been a Supernatural and some other things. But uh, she's actually the daughter of the late David Cassidy. Uh, I thought that kind of interesting. David Cassidy of uh, Porch Family uh, fame. Our younger folks probably won't know what the hell I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting just seeing the lineage of folks, you know. Uh, a few other ones they had on there, but I can't remember them now. I think Margaret Qualley was one of them. She's one of those people I don't don't really know her name, but I've seen her in a few things. I think, oh, okay, she's uh, I think she's Meryl Streep's daughter. So that's kind of neat. Uh, fun, stupid trivia <laughs> to help you on those uh tough games of Trivia Pursuit. Um, TV, lots of TV going on. Uh, I finally finished The Punisher. That was really good. Um, I come back to that, and then I saw the four-part crossover for Flash, Arrow, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. Who has my fool? Um, I think did it end with the DC's Legends of Tomorrow? I forget. They were all pretty much. It just seemed like one big episode, really. Um, but the last episode they did in the series was just—I gotta say—it was a tearjerker. Uh, don't want to say too much and spoil it. Um, but a lot of shows now are going on break before the holidays kind of really kick in. Uh, and uh, Gotham's one of them. I don't think they're going to have any more episodes. Oh, Flash is having a season finale this week, I believe. That's going to be a huge episode. Uh, they already teased that uh, the Flash gets kidnapped somehow. And apparently this guy, uh, Devo, I mean, whatever his name is, he's the... At least, no, it's Devo, but I'm going to call him Devo. <laughs> He's so smart that he could counter super speed. You know, you think about it in, the, in these superhero shows, and you know, this generally in comics, yeah, Captain Kidnapped, the fastest man alive. Uh, you know, 
super speed would have to be probably one of the best powers if you really think about it. You know, like, just think about it for a second. If you're super fast, it would also assume that you could think really fast, right? Because you have to be able to react to keep up with that speed, you know? So... I'm finally, you know, it's, Flash has this this challenge where you have to make the villains larger than life, right? So though, you know, the past few seasons, it's been, you know, the Flash wasn't really the fastest person alive, but he got faster and he pushed himself to the limits, and then he ended up fighting himself. Spoilers, you know. Um, they did that. They they kind of took that angle again with the whole um, Crisis on Earth X uh, four part crossover. Which I really enjoyed, by the way. It's really, really good. Um, you know, but the part of it was pro- fighting the evil versions of themselves. Uh, and of course, the Nazis. So, everybody hates Nazis. So, there you go. Good times. Big dumb fun. What, what, what kills me with those crossover episodes, a lot of times, they feel like uh, filler. Because these characters go back to their normal story arcs, their normal lives. And it almost doesn't tie into everything else that's going on. But surprisingly here, they did touch upon a lot of the underlying themes, like how Kara's sister, what's her name, Alice, I forget, you know, she's lonely and being a lesbian so hard, blah, 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 you know. I'm gonna, I, no offense to the LGBT, LGBT community, it's just, uh, they're going really hard with the whole, <laughs> the homosexual thing, and I'm like, woof, there's like a lot of like, uh, guy on guy kissing, girl on girl kissing, I'm like, okay, we get it diversity wonderful <laughs> just in general i think they just lay on the romance way too thick it's like let's just get to the action please but they you know the cw so they have all these little romantic entanglements and whatnot the, the soapy elements to you know we just sprinkled along um how did they get there i don't know oh yeah 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 so you know they touched upon how like why she's lonely and you know, like, she started regretting her breaking up with Maggie because Maggie didn't want to have kids. But uh, Sarah came in. They had, like, a one-night stand. She's like, you know, don't second-guess yourself, you know. If you decided to break it off, there's, a, there's probably a good reason for that. <laughs> Beard. Beard is uh, chiming in here in the, in the chat. Yeah, we probably don't want to go down that road because overly sensitive people out there, you know, want to get the SJW started, right? But, uh... You know, you know uh, those little things they do to kind of check off the boxes, right? Hey, he's a black person. He's a Latino. He's a Asian person. You know, you got a gay guy. You got gay women. Hey, look, we got everything. Handicap folks, we got it all. You know, the pandering. You know, it's a uh, sh- shameless pandering. Yeah. But, you know, I, I kind of take that stuff aside, and I'm like, ah, you know, you still got quality storytelling in there. So sometimes they, they derail. There's just so much fluff packed in there just to kind of appease a wider audience. So it kind of waters down the, the main event. But even with that uh, great crossover. Um, so, yeah, the whole Flash thing, uh, super genius, Trump super speed. I don't know. I don't know. It's, you know, super speed, it's got to be, like, one of the best powers you can have. Just imagine, you know, the, the, the our biggest enemy is time. You know, like just this weekend, I, f- I feel like it went by so fast. I spent most of it sick and running errands. And it's like, I had all this stuff lined up that I wanted to get done. And I was hoping to, you know, enjoy a little R&R, drinking and video games. Didn't happen. 
Like, man, imagine if I had super speed. I could just freaking bang out so many things in so little time. You know, like, like Barry, he could read a book, you know, a 500-page book in the, in the course of a few minutes, you know, and his brain works fast enough where he'll be able, he'll be able to retain that stuff. So, technically, he has super genius as well because he could just learn everything he wants in, in, on the fly, right? He could, he could, he could play a video at, at fast speed, like forward a DVD or something, you know, and play it super fast. Actually, understand what it's saying, you know. Just all that stuff like that. It's like, damn, that's that's probably the best power there is. Travel. Oh, I don't even have to get in the car. Just run over there real quick. Boom. So, while I enjoy the Flash, a lot of times it's like, ugh. they have they have to purposely make him dumb. And, and, like, not do things that he probably could do to get out of the situation, you know? Because if he wasn't dumb, if he, you know, if he used all his, all the tools he had in his toolbox, he wouldn't be in the situations he's in. It's really, like, not that much, I, don't, I can't think of anything really could trump super speed. Because, you know, even Superman, right? Indestructible. But super speed, you just grab some kryptonite, boom, keep it on your belt, <clears throat> throw some punches in. While they're exposed to the kryptonite, done. They, and they did a, uh, they did have a thing where uh, the the arrow uh, had a kryptonite arrow just in case, and he used it against the evil Supergirl, Supergirl, and good Supergirls like our Supergirls. Like, hey, why do you have that? He's like, hey, you never know. <laughs> so he's kind of like pulling a Batman. He's like, hey, you gotta plan for everything that can happen. Um, I mean, overall, I'm I'm enjoying all the all the DC shows. Um, Flash still uh, the strongest. Legends of Tomorrow is just big dumb fun. Um, but it seems to just keep getting rid of the characters you really care about. Um, so I don't know. I think the show's fizzling out. I think they're building up for a grand goodbye. Uh, the nice thing about Legends with you know having time travel, they they get to solve a lot of issues, right? So. The folks at Star Labs have the capability to to send an SOS to the legends, no matter where they are in space or time. So you think about it, that's a get out of jail free card, right? But uh, so you wonder like, what is keeping folks from using these these things all the time, other than uh, budget issues? Like in in the story itself, why don't they use all these resources? Like when shit really goes down, like hey, there's this guy, he's a super genius. He's got something really sinister going on. Can you, like, go back in time and stop him before he changes or something? I don't know. It'd be too easy. And I guess, you know, you really shouldn't expose... Uh, the, the way they'll explain, I guess, is you shouldn't use time travel to fix the past because uh, you might break something else. So I guess that that, that would explain itself. Still, I don't know. Um, the Exorcist. Really enjoying that show. <clears throat> The last episode was pretty jacked up. I don't know how they're going to get out of this situation. Um, and it's light spoiler here. If it, if it, if for what I understand is correct, one of the exorcists themselves just got possessed pretty fucked up. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Also, also what was dumb, they did not see the dude grab the piece of glass when the glass shattered. You know, like that's one of the most obvious things. Just check his hands. He has his hands. He has one of his hands in a fist. He's clearly hiding something. That should be like part of regular exorcism protocol. Like this rookie mistake. Like they allowed him to 
grabs me sharp and cut himself out. Come on. And they left him alone so he could do that without anyone noticing? I don't I don't get it. It's crazy. But again, stupid decisions allow folks to a lot of stories to progress, I guess. That's how conflict's created. It's like uh Jeepers Creepers three, I saw that. Surprisingly not as bad as I thought it would be. I actually quite enjoyed it. Um stupid cliffhanger. They're definitely opening it up for a fourth movie. Um and it was just so blatant. Uh but again, folks are dumb, so that the the evil, the villain, the antagonist thrives because of it. It's just the way it goes. Um so I think a lot of these shows are on break, or they took like a w- one week break. And the holiday season just kind of screws everything up. Lucifer Hat didn't have a new episode. Uh, Gotham didn't have a new one. Lethal Weapon just had one. Gifted, I think. The Gifted took a break. Uh, God, there's a lot of TV out there. And I just started catching back up with uh, Z Nation. Now that, that's a show that I don't think it's enough love. Um, I know the zombie thing was kind of overdone. But the way Z Nation approaches, they just have fun with it. And it's just, I actually care about all the characters. It's Every episode's fun. I mean, it's just a good time. So Z Nation, you definitely got to catch up with. And uh, that's a, the that's a show definitely where they kind of will pull a Game of Thrones on you. They, no character is safe. Right, Blue? Come on up. Come on up on the lap. Looks a good stretch. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Definitely catch Z Nation. So the Punisher, and I'll end, I'll end the TV talk here, and then we got a couple of things before we sign off. So Punisher, now, I used to be a big Punisher collector when uh, back in my comic book collecting days, and it it uh, doesn't compare as well to the comics in my opinion. But I get it, you know, you got to translate it for TV. But overall, uh, they do a really good job. Um, if I recall, Micro in the comics did not have a family. He was kind of a solo guy, you know, driven by by uh, vengeance, and was kind of you know the Punisher's guy in the chair. You know how you always have the whole get person in the chair, the person in the command center. You know, you got Oracle on uh, Overwatch. Is it or- yeah? Overwatch is on uh, Arrow. Oracle on Birds of Prey. You know, in the old Dark Angel show, you had, uh, what's his face? Max. Was it Max? I forget his name. The character's name. Anyway, doesn't matter. But you get the idea. You know, you always had the, the guy that's kind of providing remote guidance. Um, and Micro's just a great guy in the chair, uh, so to speak. But here, they, you know, he has a family and he's kind of, ha- uh, he's going back to a normal life. Uh, um, just, just some creative liberties. Um, trying to talk too much about the stuff that might spoil it for some but it do kind of open up for a potential arch enemy developing um there's one of those things where the punisher defeats the big evil but it ends up being someone even worse than him um and he had this whole thing about lying and betrayal and i just find it kind of funny that his old friend who betrays him Feels hurt that he was lied to all this time about about you know Frank Castle being dead when he was in and all this other stuff. I'm like, dude, all you do is lie. <laughs> so I don't know. I find that kind of interesting, but I guess I think he was. I want to write that off to him actually deliberately being deceptive. 
Because there's no way you could really believe the line of shit he was giving. It's like, dude, you are the most deceptive person. You and you betrayed everyone the, the worst. So who are you to speak? But I guess that does happen in real life, right? Uh, people victimize themselves and they only see the wrongs against them, and they become self-righteous. And it's like, oh, you know, I, look what you did. It's like, well, have you looked at what you've done? <laughs> yeah. So I guess that you know. That that is kind of just human nature, so I, I'll buy that. Um, but it has some really good action. There were some parts where I was like, "Hmm, the Punisher." It's like times where the Punisher is just on point, and like times when you think like there's no way he's gonna survive this, and he's like, "Boom, boom, boom, nothing." It's like bullets magically miss him, and other times where. You're like, you're like, oh yeah, he'll, he'll totally smash the situation. And then he like gets shot and all beat up, and or, you know he gets lucky and he's able to get out of it because of his friends. But I'm like, yeah, it's like I don't know, stuff like that always gets me. You know, something sort of like, uh, you know, oh, throw him in a, throw this guy in a room full of a hundred zombies, and all he has is a little paint mixer stick to to defend himself with in a bucket. Empty bucket. No problem. Oh, he's he's got to fight a mountain of tiny ants. Oh, no, the ants are defeating him. Like, what? This is, you know, silly stuff like that. I don't know. And if, it's in, if they're emotionally distraught or distracted somehow, I get it. But sometimes there's just no justification for it. It's like just random sloppiness. But I guess, you know, again, they're trying to make it more realistic. People are not perfect. Sometimes you let your guard down for no reason. You know, okay, cool. Stuff happens. But this is, uh, you know, we're talking about comic book shows. They're larger than life, so... I see stuff like that, I'm like... Meh. Um... Hey, kitty! What are you doing? What are you doing? Silly cat. Anywho. Uh... What else, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else? Blue's distracting me right now. So the last thing I just kind of mentioned, so I just found out from a friend in the sheriff's department uh, locally here in Augusta. I don't know if he's pulling my chain. I got, I haven't found a report on this yet. But apparently, the local Toys for Tots warehouse was robbed of $80,000 in, in toys. And I'm like, what the fuck? People, really? You're going to rob a charity? Like, just, I don't know. Mankind is just, ugh. It's just disgusting that people are... We'll do something like that. That's like robbing a freaking donation tray at church, you know, just dipping your hand and taking a few bucks. Like, like how shameless are you? How how pitiful are you? Like, that's just disgusting to me. I don't know. I do want to say I did get to play um, a little bit of Prey last week. About, about an hour or two. And most have been farting around and just kind of exploring. I gotta say though that that show that show that game is actually really really freaking good. Um, and I see what I see now what people mean. It it is it does feel a lot more like a Bioshock game than it does Dead Space, which is what I originally got the vibe off of. Um, and there's something else that kind of reminds me a little bit of, but um, the Bioshock the Bioshock vibe is definitely there, and it's definitely very open. So much so that I'm just kind of roaming around and just like exploring stuff rather than following the breadcrumb trail that the game is trying to lead me on. 
Um, so I like that degree of freedom, you know. Um, there's a certain level of loneliness. Hey, hey, another person in the chair. You have someone that's guiding you. Say, you know, my name is. You know, they give you a code name, and and you gotta like follow what they tell you to do to find the clues to figure out what's really going on. And um, it's not. I didn't. It you know the Groundhog Day thing wasn't really a big thing. That was more of something they did for the trailer to give you the backdrop of what was going on. But you jump in towards the end of that, and you find out basically that your reality is is a lie. Um, I think it's really interesting. So, Prey is a game. Uh, if you want something different, if you miss Bioshock, definitely, definitely jump on that. Um, and that's pretty much all I got. If you want to connect with me, I'm at Yogizilla on Twitter and Yogizilla on Xbox Live. Um, hopefully we'll get back to a normal schedule going forward. Um, of course, uh, now with, uh, our host having issues, um, going to be some issues there, uh, keeping up with the upload schedule. So we'll keep, we'll keep, uh, streaming and recording these on a weekly basis. Uh, I guess today I kind of cheated cause Sunday is technically a new week, but yeah, blue. Okay. I'm coming. My cat's, uh, asking my attention, but, uh, yeah. We'll see you uh, next episode, and if you know you don't catch us in time, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year. See you next time, guys. Peace. Welcome, geeks, gamers, furries, and ninja robots. This is Horseplay Live. Happy holidays, guys. We're in that season. Things are crazy, and as you can tell by our schedule, uh, you know, it's, it's it's been particularly interesting. So, you know, we've had some technical issues. So, if you've been with us along for the ride, uh, we apologize. I think it's all sorted out now. Um, thank you to the Talk Shoe crew for being diligent in that. <laughs> yeah, schedule very loosely. So, I figured uh, tonight, instead of doing a regular episode, it'll be episode 207.5. It's a Saturday night, December 9th, for frame of reference, 2017. So uh, this is kind of part two of our, well, that was that awkward episode. Um, just some quick headlines today, some quick announcements, and that'll be it. You know, we're going to keep doing the shows weekly. What, will it be on Thursday nights at 11 p.m. like we normally do? Probably not. But when we do do that, we do it, do it over at twitch.tv forward slash geeky antics. Um, you know, again, this, this season is a little tough, especially... With work and all the stuff we're trying to get in, going, uh, it's, it's gonna be nuts. And then our replays go on at allgames.com, so make sure, check out those sites. And if you wanna join us for the ongoing conversations and some risque, uh, pictures that are shared every now and then, uh, our Discord, our chat server is geekyantics.net forward slash Discord. Uh, one of the latest things shared there was in our NSFW, uh, channel. Someone put a picture of someone cosplaying as Frieza and, uh, Using his tail as a giant cock. Uh, it's very interesting. And uh, yeah, we're definitely not safe for work. Definitely not safe for kids. So, v- viewer, dis- viewer discretion is advised. Um, so anyway, just some quick things here. Um, I, started about, talking about, I started talking about Prey last time. Some of the fall TV. And we're probably going to keep talking more about that. A lot of, just a lot of... Good TV. I don't know if it's great TV, but there's a lot of good TV right now. Uh, even Riverdale has been fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> it's about as soapy as I could get. Uh, it's borderline da- Dawson's Creek. I don't know if there's anything wrong with that, but you know. Uh, what's next, you know? Gilmore Girls? No, I won't go that far. 
all the DC shows have been kicking ass. Um, Z Nation, again, I gotta say, super underdog, really enjoying that show. They just have fun with it, you know, you could tell that they're just having a good time, um, which is, is important. I think some people just try too hard to check off different boxes and conform and please everyone. I think they just do their own thing, and it's a, it's a very unique offering because of that. And I think The Magicians is back now, too, because I saw some, some teasers. Um, I love The Magicians, but, man, that show is just so fucking dark. that it, it gets so fucked up, and then you're like, oh, it can't get more fucked up. And then it does. Um, even even Orville is supposed to be a comedy, and the, the last episode was pretty heavy. And uh, it's like, ah, kind of disappointing. Some things you wanted to happen kind of take a turn, um, but I'm still enjoying that show, uh, The Gifted, I've heard, I've heard that Inhumans is terrible, oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is back, Jesus, uh, anyway, um, I heard Inhumans is terrible, but I'm very curious, but, uh, people seem to really love, uh, The Gifted, and I, I think it deserves that, what happens in a world after the X-Men have, uh, disappeared, but disappear. we don't know how they disappear, are they underground, what, I don't know. War Child in the house, Beard and Hat in the, in, the, in the house. I am caffeinated, so I'm actually up to my old uh, yogi levels. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that TV talk. Hopefully we'll get our host back. If you want to be a guest host, let us know. Mail at geekyanswer.net. Leave us voicemail or text. 646-801-2149. Now, what are the cats getting up to? They're up to no good. I hear them getting into stuff. Anyway. We tried putting the vacuum by the tree. and That only um, deters them a little bit. They know that trick already. Uh, but they've they, they mainly been good. They haven't been messing with the, the, the ornaments. They've been getting the candy canes. The kids uh, should have held off on that, but they wanted to put the candy canes up. Uh, and they mainly uh, sleep on the tree, which is pretty cute. Um, so I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone again. And Kobolds and Catapulcombs came back. Um, and it seems to be like a dungeon run type of thing, almost like arena. But like the challenge is a preset. I really like that concept. I wish it was... I wish they made uh, a portion of it replayable, like randomized challenges rather than uh, scripted. Because I really like the way they do it, where you construct your deck as you go along, pick your treasure as you go along, and really cool concept. Um, and I don't remember paying for it. So I guess it was a free expansion. I guess everybody got it. They were promoting this one pretty hard, because like, even on Showbox, they, they had the ads running... Um, I thought that was entertaining. Uh, not that I use Showbox or anything. <clears throat> um, I'm actually still playing more of the uh, Frozen Throne expansion because I'm determined to beat that that boss, to beat uh, the Lich King with all the classes. I have... Um, who do I have left? Paladin. Um, shit. Paladin. I beat it with Rogue. I beat it with Druid. I beat it with Warlock. I have three left. I know Paladin is one of them. Mage. Mage is like the hardest. Because uh, the challenge with that is that, you know, every class you use, there's a different thing, a different handicap. With Paladin, every time one of your minions dies, he summons it on his side of the field. So you have to kind of plan a whole different kind of strategy for that. You need some like, amazing board control or just like really aggressive face damage or something. I think I'm just going to go hardcore face. That's the only way I can see it is working. But 30 armor... And then he gets armor throughout the match. Uh, I don't know. And once he gets his freaking Frostmourne out, he gets those freaking... Uh, oh, people are hopping on Discord. I guess this won't be a short episode. <laughs> oh, hello there, Taylor. 
Shh, I'm not actually here. What the fuck? On a Saturday night? What? Well, I may have a Wi-Fi frequency at work that I can use. Nice. Now my my sense of time is going to be even more fucked up. Thanks. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm here to ruin you. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um... So, so Hearthstone, have you played the new expansion by chance? I just jumped onto it today, and it is it's a lot of fun. It's definitely because I haven't had a chance to sit down and put together a actual deck since coming back. I've just been playing the Tavern Brawls, and that's it. And then this, this works out perfectly, because you don't have a pre-built deck. You kind of build it as you go. Yep. And they start you with a pretty pretty decent deck too. Depending, I'm using priest, and the, the priest deck is pretty solid actually. I played the rogue and the paladin so far, and the cards they give you are top tier. Yeah, I like how they separate them in, in sets. You get like three at a time. Yeah, you kinda and they kind of give you a theme. Yeah, you can build how you want to go ahead, but you don't know what the next challenges are going to be. So you could so you could shoot yourself in the dick. Yeah, it's a blind bet. I, the first one I grabbed was the passive that gives you three random secrets at the start of the match. Just because I figured it'd be a good aggro play, but it's completely, like, you know, completely RNG, right? So I haven't, seen, I haven't seen that one yet. The passives that I've seen are either all of your minions get plus one. Yep, they gave me that one too, but I didn't choose that opponent. one. Yeah, the opponent, all of their minions cost one more. That's a good one. Yeah, that one's not bad. That gives you a little bit of a uh, head start. Yeah, because that uh that gives you more aggro, more of a tempo, huh? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've been I, I've been pulling back on it just because I'm I'm so de- determined to beat the Lich King, even though the reward's stupid. I thought you got the Frostmourne out of it, but all you get is a freaking alternate graphic for like, alternate avatar for the Paladin. Eh, that's cool. But yeah, it's cool. But not what I was. I didn't, I don't know, for some reason I didn't bother like clicking on the treasure button. And if I said, oh, I wonder what the reward actually is. I just assumed it was the Frostmourne. That's some people using it. And no, it wasn't. They're, they're not, not going to give that away for free. Yeah, I know. That thing is freaking nasty. Like, if that comes out, it's like, alright, instant give up. That's it. <laughs> it's like, alright, fine. I'm out. Because yeah, any, what is it, the passive on that, any minion you kill with it, uh, summons, a, I guess you summon it on your side? Yeah. That's freaking yeah. nasty. Ugh, this this just just disgusting. Um, Stack up on healing cards and start swinging at uh whatever legendaries the other guys drop out at you. <laughs> yep, exactly. So you know, I guess uh, might as well get the, some of the less exciting news out of the way. Well, this is kind of a down note. It's definitely a down note. Uh, you, did you hear the news about August Ames? Yeah, that's um, high quality bullying that went on there. Jesus, top tier. Top tier. I, I didn't find out about it until last night, and it was funny because I was just going through my pictures, just cleaning up my phone, you know, do, 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 cleaning up the fridge I could do with smartphones these days, you know, unless you're smart and put everything on the cloud, but that, then that's, there's another set of problems there, we won't get into that. Don't but, put uh, anything on the cloud. Yeah, yeah, but I started I started finding, like, random pictures, porn pictures in my download folder, I'm like, I don't remember downloading these, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say I don't download you know, those kind of pictures, but I'm like, oh, okay, that's a pretty good one. I don't know where it came from. And then I looked at, like, one of the chat groups I keep open on Messenger, and uh, there's, like, a send-off for uh, for August 8th, and I'm like, oh, shit. 
which is also kind of awkward because there's some, there's some girls in that group. I don't know how they felt about that. It was, they were very quiet. <laughs> one guy was like, I'm going to honor her by fapping to her videos more. And then one guy was like, no, nah, I have to I have to retire her. This doesn't feel right anymore. I'm like, oh, God, this is getting awkward very quickly. You guys are weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you know, on a serious note, it was just tragic because, you know, the SJWs, they like take, they call to arms without like educating themselves. This is, uh, the, the, basically the whole thing was they started calling her homophobe because she refused to do a scene with a guy that predominantly did, um, you know, guy scenes. Um, because you can't really argue statistics and numbers. Yeah, you can't. It's statistically more likely. To con- contract uh, STDs, you know, because, you know, they have to do anal sex. There's more chances of, uh, and I don't like it too graphic, but, you know, bleeding and other stuff. And, you know, it's just simple science, you know, the blood-borne pathogens. That's, that's the basic stuff they keep, they get cover in those classes, you know. But, no. But it's no, no, not no. her choice. Yeah. They made, they, made, they made her a homophobe, even though she does girl-girl scenes, and she actually is attracted to women. And like, do you know what a homophobe is? Like, someone who's truly a homophobe won't even want to be in a room with someone that's that's gay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a homophobe will usually have a plot planned out for how to bomb Provincetown, Rhode Island, or <laughs> Provincetown, Mass. They'll have a plan for that. Yep. Yep. I don't think she was. I don't think she was on that level. I think she was just thinking pragmatically and like, hmm, I'm gonna try and keep myself safe, and then everyone. Was, bullied her to death and then deleted all the uh all the evidence and played the victim yeah yeah uh well a lot of that stuff is 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 on the internet forever because other people copied it um yeah. you know mind you she 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 responded aggressively because you know that's what we a lot of a lot of women are they, they get angry to hide the, the pain you know obviously she had other demons you know but you know like i talked about this with my wife and you know She's like a big anti-porn, and I'm like, yeah. Well, people do what they, have to do, you know. I, you can't look down on people like that. And there's there's worse things in the world. She's not selling drugs or whatever. <laughs> you know. Anyway, she's making money the best way she knows how. It's yeah, making a good living out of it. And I mean, she's she she was married too. You know, her husband was fine with it. He, you know, uh, it's just you know. But she would say, she said, there's no way that, that that's that's what pushed over her edge. She's like, well, I mean. People respond to different things in different manners. Like, everybody has a breaking point. And if you're getting... Do not underestimate how bad the internet could be. If you do something really bad and it becomes public, you know, people will just let you have it. And it's unrelenting, you know? The, the Tyler, the creator, screenshot always comes to, comes to mind with cyberbullying. It's like, just close your eyes. Just walk away from the screen. Yep. It, I, and, and, you know, it's I, funny. I, I, tough, but. It, well, there's, there's the irony in it, like... My wife's saying that, like, downplaying it. You know, she's a tough woman. I'll give her that. But I know how she gets when there's someone that pisses her off online. She can't help herself but to keep hitting refresh or going back to the thread and then giving her two cents. I'm like, imagine that that last argument you had where you were up all night waiting for someone to respond so you could let them have a piece of your mind, you know. Imagine that times a 100 or times a 1,000, but it's all directed at you. (laughs) basic human nature is to want to fight you want to argue because it's fun yeah i think everybody deep down inside likes to have the last word oh yeah so i mean you know it's it's, it's just so stupid the the amount of shit they gave her like 
Then on the flip side, there were like a lot of her fans were like doing videos and like crying and stuff. Like, oh, we lost someone wonderful. I'm like, oh, well, that, that's a little let's awkward not, too because it's like let's not let's not lionize any of these people. Either. <laughs> <sighs> people just like everyone else. We're not talking about a saint here. Yeah, yeah. Though you know, for people that know people, people that know people that know her, it seemed like she was actually a genuinely nice person. You know, so that's you know that's cool. You know, because there are a lot of like real assholes in that in the adult industry. I, in I I've worked with a few industry. of them. <laughs> well, every industry, yeah. But uh, that's that's one of those industries where I think it's just more likely where you're gonna find more more scumbags because that's how they survive. You know, entertainment. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I guess that applies to entertainment as a whole. It's a it's an ego thing. Yeah. Ugh. So have you seen these uh these Star Wars shows that they're they're doing giving away these promos now? No. So I got a shit ton of them because our local um, grocery and this is not a plug or anything, folks. We're not getting paid to say this, but you know, for every twenty bucks you spend, you get a free pack, and then if you buy five participating items, you get a free pack. Something. Like, hey, this is actually pretty cool because these will be stocking stuffers for the kids. <laughs> it's like little mystery uh, Star Wars figures. Not even figures, they're like little, almost like pogs. Oh, that's cool. They come in a little packet, and then like, if you get a golden one, you you win, you win certain prizes. Um, then they have another piece where you can, they have a, a kit you can get that's like Google Goggles, or whatever they're called, Google VR, what, what, what the thing called? Google Glass, right? Is that it? The cardboard, Google Cardboard, that's what it's called. Where you just put the the glasses on and and then everything's like VR 3D. Yeah, the fake VR. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a neat little gimmick. It's a gimmick, but it's it's a, it's a neat gimmick. You got like twenty of those suckers so far. <laughs> nice. Yeah, not not bad. I'm actually pretty pretty excited about the new movie. Forty years of Star Wars. That's crazy. Uh, if it's anything like the last two Star Wars movies, I'm not excited for it. You like the last one? I didn't like either of them. Uh, Rogue One was kind of bland, and The Force Awakens was a worse retelling of A New Hope. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it definitely felt like they took A New Hope and then just checked off all the boxes. Like, all right, this is what worked A New Hope. Let's make sure we hit all those notes. Check, check, check. It didn't feel natural. I thought it was was a subpar effort, and if J.J. Abrams is heading this one as well, I don't have any hope for it because the writing in the last one was weak. The characters were flat. That I think that was the big part because, like, the settings were great. The writing was okay overall. I no, think the characters. No, were, I think the, the characters were the part. The the villain of Kylo Ren was bad. The protagonist of Rey was. But see, that's what I'm saying. Was it bad because the story was bad, or because the characters were weren't compelling? I think it was. They it's were, the latter. They were written poorly. They were written poorly because, come on, Ray had never seen or flown the Millennium Falcon before, and was already a master mechanic at it and able to fly it like better than Han Solo ever could have. Yeah, it is a. She learned how to use force persuasion, which took Luke a lot of training to figure out. And she mastered the lightsaber just by picking it up. It just... She was not a compelling character. There's no, there's nowhere for her to go. She's already just magically the best at everything. Yeah. 
And you know why people turn, why people will give that a pass? Because she's a woman. It's like, oh, yeah. look, it's a strong female character. That's the world we live in. Like, you know. They write strong female characters without them being superheroes off the rip. Yeah. Watch Alien. No, that's true. Look at, Ellen, look at Ellen Ripley. Look at how that movie plays out. She wasn't some master superhero. She was a scared scientist through most of that movie. I just rewatched that movie the other day too. Fantastic. It's that one movie of the best horror movies. That movie holds up so freaking well. Even when you could tell some of the ways they did the the practical effects, it still yes. grips you. Like even practical as effects. Practical effects hold up better than CG, the same way that sprites hold up better than polygon. Yes. Animation and video games. Absolutely. But even they're like... stylized. They're not attempting to look hyper-realistic. Right, that's... Yeah. Whereas the polygon stuff, look at Final Fantasy VII. When it came out, we're like, wow, this looks so realistic, it's awesome. <laughs> now it looks like fucking Legos. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, like, even the scene where the, you know, the the, the famous scene, that I think everybody knows, you know, the, the, the alien busting out of the guy's chest... It, it, you know, there's parts where you're like cringing. It's like that's pretty bad. But even and the, the way he runs away is kind of silly. Remember to make fun of that in Spaceballs. Spaceballs did that best. We put up, <laughs> brought out the hat and the cane. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Excellent. But even that did not take me out of it because the movie is just that good. Yeah, it's it was better writing. And if you look at look at like Prometheus or Alien Covenant, the writing isn't the same because it feels like. It's more talking down to the viewer as it is just telling a story. That is true. It's assuming everyone watching is of a lower intelligence. Yeah, that 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 is true. And is that War Child too? What? Saturday night party? No, he's not here. Nah, I'm here. I'm here. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, Completely good. impromptu show and everybody's just boom. Yeah. Look as long, long as time. nothing happens as long as nothing happens here, I'm good. So, so, uh, War Child, did you, uh, survive, uh, Snowmageddon? Yeah, this is the baby snow. Um, <laughs> funny thing is, I kind of waited to the last minute to buy, um, buy some food. And, uh, I ended up spending over $200 worth of, uh, <laughs> funds to buy food. Um, I don't think it's going to last that long. Good news is, uh, I'm fully stocked whenever it comes to, to actually needing to eat something. See, the only time I actually went and stocked up for, before a snowstorm was when they were saying we were going to get 36 inches of snow. <laughs> and even then, all I bought was three boxes of Nutter Butters, a 12-pack of Mountain Dew, and coffee and coffee creamer. Dude, if I'm ready. In, in the South, is... you get an inch of snow, that's our version of 36 inches of snow. Pretty we much. Ended getting, we ended up getting 40, 43 inches of snow that storm. I remember I was shoveling for 16 hours. Jesus. Jesus. And then went to work. I still want you to go to work after all that. <laughs> Listen to this bullshit. The highways were closed. The entire state was shut down. I worked in a warehouse that would fill trucks with food to go to grocery stores. Mm-hmm. So all the grocery stores are closed. All the highways are closed. No trucks are going anywhere. They wanted us there stocking those trucks to get them ready to go out. Uh, to, yes. make up, to make up for lost time. That's crazy. Yeah. Six of us showed up of 40. Oh, my God. Jesus. Good times. Well, speak- uh, Most of the state is pretty much shut down, and you expect me to show up to work and do what I need to do despite the fact that it's not going to really change anything? <coughs> well, that's how it is in, um, 
anything logistics, supply chain, it, it runs. That's one of those industries where it'll run where everyone else is in fallout shelters, you know? It's like one of the last things to shut down. It's like it's like government agencies, too, you know? They have shitty yeah. schedules, too. Airport doesn't shut down, I can tell you that much. Yeah. Sorry, my job is a critical function employee, so even if they shut down the highways now, I still have to go to work. Fun. Mm-hmm. I just, it's funny, though. Like, if you can't get to, like, say, for example, you can't get to work, and then you gotta, you gotta bang out or whatever, they're gonna look at you like you're the bad guy. Like, you're a Cobra commander in the weather machine, you know, you got a weather machine, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't fix it. <laughs> I got a special badge that if the cars, if the cops pull me over on the highway, I just show them it, and then they let me head to work. The hell kind of mafia shit you doing? Nice. Oh wait, it's government. I forgot. It's like being a uh, ambassador. You know, you get away with a lot of shit. Diplomat, oh diplomatic, diplomatic community. I'm like an asshole, and like every time I see someone driving like a, like a particular asshole. I'm like, I'll just like pull up behind them. I'm like, oh, diplomat plate. There you go. I get it. Nah, At sense. least it's not like lethal weapon. You know, you shoot somebody and pull out a badge. Diplomatic immunity. It's been revoked. Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, that movie. Classic. Just been revoked. Getting too old for this shit. So did you guys see the uh, the PlayStation Expo the last couple of days? Any good? No. Not at all. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It feels like gaming is on a um, a drastic slope uh, heading towards the end of this year. It just don't, don't make any sense. Well, because they shot their load at the beginning of the year, and everything coming out now is rehashed garbage, and surprisingly, Call of Duty is actually good again. Uh, yeah. I've actually uh, started playing Yakuza 0, and um, I'm going to play the... Well, actually, I'm playing it um, new game to old game because uh, the guy that was at GameStop told me the uh, first one, which I think is Yakuza 0, is the uh, first one. It's kind of like Star Wars, you know, the first prequel. The, yeah, it's the prequel, and then the one after that is the sequel, despite the fact they came out um, sequel and then prequel. Yeah, they gave it to Tarantino. You got the uh, the ending first, and they. Flip it around on you. <laughs> but it's not bad. I mean, I was shocked for a Sega game because the last of the Sega games I played was horrible. Except for, um, I think Alien Isolation was made by Sega. That was actually, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> the Kisa series is really good. Uh, I haven't gotten into it as much as some people have. It's, it's good to see that they're finally being uh, brought over to the States. Um, but, uh, so there's, there's a lot of... They have, like, six different games, don't they? Something like that. Yeah. I think one of them had, like, a zombie mode or something. All of Every game has a zombie mode at this point. <laughs> uh, isn't that the truth? Rainbow Six Siege is getting one. They didn't put one. <laughs> they go zombie mode. Because Gears of War horde mode... Was it Halo that had a horde mode first? Uh... Halo was... No, Halo... It was probably Gears first. Yeah. Well, at least Gears, Gears is definitely the one that made it a, a popular thing. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like uh, that was the wave before the Battle Royales became a thing. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the Horde mode is kind of also a play on uh, popularity at the, time, at the time of tower defense games. Yeah. You know, so they just took two things that worked well, tower defense and, you know, first-person shooters, and 
They had a baby. Yep. The other thing from this past week, the did you see the video game advertisements? I mean, awards? No, I missed that too. <laughs> I'm so behind. The only, the only advertisements I've seen so far is for Lineage 2. And as, as much as I love Lineage 2, if I see one more fucking Lineage 2 advertisement... I don't know. It's Black Rage is already activated. I don't. I don't know what to do with it now. It's weird. Lineage too. You'll feel better about it. It's weird that uh, they're really making a push for MMOs again. But this is a a mobile MMO, which is yeah. crazy. I know. I know. I have seen a lot of the. Yeah, I don't know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah, the art is is beautiful. But you, you know how big that app is. You got to the, yeah. delete half of your phone's bloatware to to get it to Earth work properly. Stone. Like Hearthstone takes up eight gigs. Oh, Hearthstone is the worst. It's like I have to constantly vote things off the island to get it to stay on. I'm like, Jesus! Every, t- every time it's up, I'm like, Well, I need to free up another gig. Who's getting voted off? Mess around, your cell phone turns into a hot pocket. <laughs> oh man! There's another trailer for the Kojima Circle Jerk that is Death Stranding. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I saw that. It's um, With the, the it's baby interesting. Living in Norman Reedus' stomach, giving the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, he he did a little thumb pop. He said, and then he it, gives it, a little thumbs up, and then it, the camera pulls back out. It you have to see it to fully understand how insane it is. It, it is so like it's not even. It doesn't. It's weird. It's like you go down Norman Reedus' esophagus, and it's one of those weird. Um, movie type deals where you're actually uh, it's almost like inner space you know you see the inner walls of the esophagus it's going down there quick all of a sudden it gets down to the baby where it literally like Beard said looks like it's living in dude's stomach and then the baby's like Nyah! and then it zooms back out into um, <laughs> back around this uh, area of Normaritas you actually see Normaritas back where it, it was weird it was so- I, don't, I, don't, I know exactly what you're talking about because I actually did see that video it's so a weird. level of insanity that I love. I love how abstract it's been, and unless it's Kojima, that's kind of what he does. But I'm just so I'm so curious what the hell the story is. I think everyone is. I don't think anyone knows because Kojima, for as much as everyone loves to jerk him off, he's a subpar writer for mediocre games. He is the equivalent of bad Tom Clancy fan fiction. <laughs> But because video games are starving for that level of odd, esoteric storytelling, and he was the forefront of it, people are just going to latch onto it. Yeah, as, and they as, did. Uh, as bad, quote-unquote, bad as he is, I mean, at this point, the man deserves to to at least try and do something great, because the, after the way his company treated him, and then they, uh, the company, well, his previous company, um, Konami, is trying to come out with that. Well, actually, I think they already have come out with that uh, horrible pachinko game based oh, on uh, uh, Solid. Yep. I mean, Konami treated him poorly. There's no, there's no way around it. I mean, the man, the man gave them twenty games. I mean, they gave him the Castlevania series, and he ruined mm-hmm. it. But they gave that to him. Be like, here, you try. And <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not a bad game designer. Some of the choices he made in the Castlevania series I didn't like, like the fixed camera. Yeah. It didn't work out well for that game. Yeah. Like, he's not hes not the worst. He's just not this god that everyone makes him out to be. As long as you don't get down to no man's sky level of just trashiness, you'll be okay. 
I think that's set the bar. Yeah, that's like, that's, that's, that's worse than the ET game. games. <laughs> and I, I I know I'm going I'm going out of limb here, but you know that's just how I feel. <laughs> Probably had more fun playing ET on the Atari back then. I'm not gonna lie, I played the shit out of ET back in the days. Uh, Atari twenty six hundred. They should have put the No Man's Sky on Atari twenty six hundred. I don't know, it might have been better. <laughs> Probably. Uh, speaking of, uh, quick quick tangent, real quick, as far as um. Horrible games right now. I don't know why. It's like it's weird. It's my addiction. It's like uh, I want to stop playing, but I'm so addicted to it. I'm already looking for my next fix. Uh, this Destiny Two DLC that came out. You like you got sucked into that jig so hard. Well, I mean, it was already pre-sucked, so you know, all I had to do was finish. <laughs> what, it was an hour. It was an hour and a half to run through that DLC. It wasn't an hour and a half. Uh, Originally, it probably took me like maybe less than four hours, and I'll admit the story was great, but it's just the follow-up afterwards. It's almost like, okay, now that you've done this great story, go do all this extra stuff that you really could have done while you're playing the storyline to help you do better during the storyline, but we wanted you to finish the storyline first, so we need to we need enjoy. to this. We need to pad this with extra gameplay, so here. You know, yeah, and the sad thing is, I compare it to Diablo 2. Diablo 2, once you finish the storyline, you open up the, the challenge mode, and it's like, what do you do that for? To get better loot. Why do you get better loot? So you can grind a challenge mode. Why are we playing a challenge mode? To get better loot. It's it's an endless cycle, but it kind of makes sense because Diablo 2 was always going to be fun, no matter what. Yeah, the loot um, was good. The game... Exactly. The game was entertaining. Destiny, it's so bland and the loot as much as it wants to kind of be borderlands it takes itself too seriously to be borderlands but not serious enough for you to take it seriously yeah you you know they try to combat that they know they have a problem that's why they have the whole bright engram thing but even with that it's like you know at first i was getting very excited with the bright engram now i'm like eh. well they screwed that up too because if you don't have the money, say, for example, you're, I don't know, uh, a middle schooler or a high schooler or whatever, and you're playing the game, um, with the way that the EXP boost, or not the boost, uh, the way the EXP gain was, you were being punished for playing long amounts of time because oh, they yeah. were trying to uh, cater to your quote-unquote casual gamer, which yep. I don't know about y'all, but whenever I hear the word casual gamer, I instantly think of somebody playing Candy Crush on a cell phone. <laughs> Or like you know, you're, you're not not saying that there's anything wrong with sports games, but you know you got you got these guys. Oh, only thing I got this Xbox for is Madden, Madden, NBA 2K, and then you offer another gamer like, no, Madden. So this is your definition of a casual gamer. You just basically took a nice warm shot on your community, as toxic as it is sometimes, but you just. Got rid of your community, ignored everything they wanted, just to ca- cater to a casual gamer. Despite the fact that spend more money, they might, but they weren't the ones that carried that horrible year, that horrible three-year game to where it is now. No, but the ones who are carrying it now are the ones who wanted Destiny One on the PC, and now they got it. And now I they want to be as miserable as the rest of us. Ironically enough, though, I actually heard Destiny 2 is a lot better on PC, and plus the way it looks is sexy. It doesn't I'm not going to lie about that. It doesn't change the content, though. 
True. Yeah. Not the shiniest turd in the world. Still a well, turd. It's, it's but, not a good game, and people defending it, it just drives me insane. I can't, I really can't defend it. Even its um, YouTube community is starting to get kind of kind of upset with it. Uh, there was a guy, um, Easy Now, I mean, granted, he had a lot of stuff going on in his life, but he was a big proponent for Destiny, the original one. Then Destiny 2 came out, and he said it was just a really, really bad game. And he couldn't bring himself to, to do content for it anymore. So it, it's just, it's you, you're right, it's a bad game. When someone who bases their livelihood around content creation around a game is like, no, I'm not. I'm going to risk my livelihood because this game is that bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it wasn't a good game in Destiny 1 form. They didn't learn anything because of how successful it was. I think the only way they... I think the only thing they've learned is the fact that they can get away with the supposedly disposed 10-year plan by doing DLC that will come out every, I don't know, let's say every three years. Like In the case of Destiny 1, you had Dark Below, uh, House of Wolves, Taken King, Iron, um, Rise of Iron. That all came out within a span of three years. Oh, and Vanilla Destiny, if you want to include that, whatever. But that all came out within a span of three years, and this was after they said they weren't going to go, with the, go through with the 10-year plan. So you take that three years... Multiply that, or not even multiply, but just 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 think of it like this: They're gonna push the game until they can see how far they can get away with it. And if it goes up to the ten years, okay. But if it doesn't, I mean, they've made their money back. So one way or another, they're looking at at the underhanded way to try and get their money. Oh yeah. See, the problem is the developers at Bungie, the guys who are actually making the game mechanics-wise, are masters. They know how to make a fucking game, and they know how to make it good. The shooting, the movement, all of it feels perfect in those games. Yeah, lots, lots of polish. It is such a well-polished game, but then when it comes to the storytelling, like I was saying earlier about movies, they are insulting the intelligence of the consumer mm-hmm. because they think you're a retard who won't understand a basic storyline and have to handhold you through the whole thing. But that's the sad thing because you don't really need that detailed of a storyline. Shit, we came from a generation to where a portal from hell opened up and then all we had to do was go in and shoot a BFG at that monster and just kill it. It's not much of a storyline, but you know what? It works. And there's a time and place for that, but there was also the Final Fantasy series, which did incredibly well, which were complex and cringy at times, but decent, well-written stories. True, but it's kind of hard to it's hard to mess up an RPG whenever you've actually invested time and you have a decent storyline in it. What this is is supposed to be I wouldn't even call it an MMO. It's at this point it's an online shooter. It's an online shooting simulator, in my opinion, because the lack of focus on the PVE, the environment, is what stems from all of it. Yes, if they put more of a focus on the environment and creating a living world out there, you'd have a more organic story that had more depth and more polish to it. But instead, they put their focus on PvP and the Iron Banner and the fighting in the arena. Yep. Because that's what people want. You can't fault people for what they want. But There's a reason Overwatch doesn't have a story campaign mode. But Overwatch came out like that. And despite the the little veil of a storyline that is in Overwatch... That goes to the people that actually want to spend time trying to figure out the backstory. 
whenever it comes to Destiny, they should have realized they should have split it like um when did Griff Ball came up come out for Halo? I think it was Halo three or it was Halo four. Halo listened to their story community as well as their PvP community. To the point where you look up now and Halo is played as an esport. Destiny is trying oh actually let's just be real. Bungie is trying to get their esport game out there because they see how popular it's becoming to the point where they're forsaking the entire game just to try and and get their hands into something that's going to make money. It's almost like uh, Microsoft Zoom versus iPod. iPod cornered the market as far as MP3 players. And then the Zoom comes along and they're like, yeah, we can do this. And then they shut down all production of Zooms because they had the Windows phone come out. Then they had the, they even got rid of their Zoom hardware. And it's basically everything they were trying to do. They had to warp it and twist it just to try and at least hold on to what little bit they had when they should have been trying to compete in the beginning. When you're trying to pander to someone else's model, as opposed to building your own, you're going to keep shooting yourself in the foot like that. Mm -hmm. And the thing was, when you compared the Zune to the iPod, the Zune was better in every aspect. Except for durability. (laughs) Yeah. It it wasn't made to last. It was a bit soft, but then again, look at every smartphone now, they were just ahead of the curve. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about software, too. Oh, software, too. But software's fixable. Software, you can just completely erase and put new software on there. But even that, it was it was a better product. But they were playing catch-up, and all, and all you're doing is playing catch-up. You're not going to... You're not going to succeed. Yeah. When you, when you stop chasing the other people that you're trying to, quote-unquote, compete with, you can focus on what you're doing and make that better, which they're not doing. They're... Too busy, like you said, chasing an eSport, which, if you're not doing that from the beginning, don't do it. Yep. You're not going to magically turn a game into an eSport. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could if it's a skill-based game, but this is a game where gear is a big part of it, you know? It, to tune, to tune um, Destiny 2 to be a true eSports game, they'd have to completely remove all the PvE elements out, or... When we, what little there is, or separate it completely. That's that's the, it's. The sad thing is, I see easy solutions as far as both aspects. Yeah, um, especially, has st- the, Bungie has the infrastructure and the mechanics already made for a shooting game that is really good. Yeah, make a new game. Matter of fact, let me give you what could change this entire storyline. I thought about this shit last night, and I'll make this quick. Um. So of all the alien races that you have in Destiny, you've got two that are quote-unquote organic, and then you've got one that is mechanical, and you've got one that is kind of like a xenomorph-type hybrid, and then you have the Guardians, which are human, who are the quote-unquote servants of light. So the other two races, the Fallen and the Cabal, let's just say that they're trying to survive and, and get away from the darkness, which Bungie doesn't even know what the hell the darkness is. If you look at the Hive... They are avatars of the darkness. They are your foil to the guardians who have avatars of light, like I said. Then you have that one class that's, they say that it's evil, but looking at how they're machines and they're trying to get rid of all the other races just to spread and survive. I look at that and I think to myself, why not make it to where they're not really evil? It's almost like um, they're the forerunners from Halo. 
when you look at it, because the forerunners are trying to get rid of the flood. So if you take the Vex and you have them with the mentality of we're going to get rid of all the other organic races so we can stop the darkness because we're the only ones that can survive and fix this problem, that could kind of change the storyline. Or somehow, some way, you can make them also avatars of light. I mean, there's just so many things you could do to fix that. And as far as the PvP, you take away all the weapons. Do it like Halo. If Halo can do it, and you can get, I don't know, a majority of the weapons in the game for PvP, not all of them. I could be wrong. But if they can make it to where the arena is even out, that would fix Destiny. Because it's supposed to be a practice arena anyway. Anybody can like like right now they have this um this gun that's called the Prometheus lens. That thing shipped broke. It was bugged. You can kill somebody in probably two seconds. That's not gonna bode well for anything as far as esports. So you need to make it to where it's an even playing field and it's skill only. It's not I have a broken weapon and I can win every round I go into. It's okay. I got this weapon, I know what the map is, let me formulate a plan. We can make this happen, and we can get a victory. That's what it should be, but it's not. Yeah, and, and Destiny doesn't have enough variety to suit different kinds of play styles. Like I play Warlock, and, and that's that's what I mainly stick with. And you know, uh, if if you play Arc, if you play Solar, they're, they're fun. But I think it's really hard to argue that that there's any uh, better st- class build than maxing out Void and going with the Hunger build you know you just keep healing yourself and it's a void has warp so you can just warp all over the place who the hell's gonna fly really slow in the air to make themselves an easy target it's just that oh that's so stupid <laughs> yeah and it's like i whenever i switch to solar and arc i play like shit i mean man this is hard to you have to completely change your play style and it's 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 like you're trying to make up you're making up for the fact that it's just poorly thought through, you know? It's good for PvE, mm-hmm. but for PvP, void all the way, you know? They don't make I those... Noticed. They don't make they don't make it compelling enough to, to for you to try different things. It's, it's kind of like in Call of Duty. At least in Call of Duty, you could try different perks uh, to see yeah. your playstyle. You, maybe you want to be ghosts, or, you know, to have silent footsteps or whatever they're calling it now. You know, you want to go ninja style, be all stealthy. Or maybe you just want to go in hot and heavy, you know, have extra ammo and fa- fast reload and, and and whatever else you want to do. You know, I like to stealthy build myself. I like to flank people and be able to hide and come around them when they least expect it, you know. But you, you don't really have a Destiny 2. So it's like, it's basically all, all Destiny 2 e- esports would be is what 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 is the current meta? Okay, who's be- who's the best at playing that current meta? And the meta is just basically the, the weapons and the, the classes you pick. Mida and, and Uriel, that's what it was. It's Griefer Fest 2018, that's what it would turn into. I like the Uriel. Uriel's gift is really good. It's, it's hard to use anything else. It's just so good. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's my rant. <laughs> no, no, I mean, we, me and Beard have been having this rant for the past few weeks. And I, I tell them, uh, I still feel dirty about falling for it, but you know, it's what my friends have played. I've been on that hate train for years. Yeah. Since since I'm the just... end of year one Destiny, when they decided to nerf the only weapons that I used because they were broken in PvP, and I didn't give a shit about PvP, I could have spent all of my time just running around on the moon, doing laps, killing stuff, because it was fun. Mm-hmm. But no, they had to get rid of Field Scout, and they had to make... Ah, the- uh, 
Field scout's so good. Oh, yeah, I need all 100 bullets. And they're like, nah, you don't get that anymore. (laughs) You don't get to play the game the way you want to anymore because the way other people like to play the game, it doesn't work as well for the way they do it. So we're going to punish you. Now, mind you, you know, the theory does track, if you look at how they're handling weapon stats now, it's all homogenized. You don't got the degrees of of, uh, variance you used to have, right? So, like, you know, everything has base base stats and the same across the board. Um, Unless, you know, you, um, what's the shit you do where you infuse it? But, you know, it's all a set path, right? You don't have different numbers moving around here and there or different perks you can get on the guns. A, a gun, a weapon has what the weapon has, and it's the same for everyone. So I can see them moving towards that eSports format, which would be unfortunate because that's something Destiny 1, if De- Destiny 1 actually did that better with the drops, at least there was some degree of surprise. You might get the same weapon over and over again, but then you might finally get one, a good roll on it. And then if you didn't, you can forge it, you know. Now that's completely gone. And everybody gets the same weapons, which it kills the grind to actually want to go and continue to play. Yeah, it ruins the loot-based shooter aspect of the loot-based shooter that Destiny is. Or that they wanted it to be. I don't know what they... At this point, I don't even know what they yeah. wanted it to be anymore. I don't think they do. I think they just do a lot of things pretty... They do a lot of things good or or decently, but nothing they do is like... Knock your socks off. That's the way I feel. Yeah. It's just a... For me, it's just a time killer until... Oh, hell, I don't know if anything good is going to come out. It's just a time killer until you buy a Switch and then play (laughs) Mario Odyssey and No More Heroes and Metroid 4 and then... Spoiler alert! Got one. (laughs) Don't tell the wife. (laughs) Uh, it's 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 a Christmas gift you bought for yourself? <laughs> hey, for the kid. Uh, look at this, honey. Look at this this big box but, under the tree. What? Who? Who put this here? Let, let's just say there's been a lot of shit going on. Um, not good shit, but yeah, there's been a lot of shit going on. That's that's one main reason why I haven't been on. Um, hell, I'm not even ca- trying to catch the show lately. But we can talk about it later. Oh, trust so me, I know. <laughs> there's another game that I picked up this week. It's called Getting Over It. Why does it sound familiar? Have you guys heard and or seen anything for that game yet? No? Mm-mm. Is it almost like this is the police? No, it's a real simple, real simple game. You're a man in a kettle <laughs> with a hammer, and your job is to climb a mountain. Uh-oh. It is a... Oh! Of all I, I know games. what you're talking about. Markiplier was playing that. Yeah, I, I've seen it. It looks... Oh, I gotta watch that. It, it looks like it would. It pissed him off, so it's got to piss the average person off too. I watched, it a friend of mine, cool, I watched a friend of mine was streaming it a couple weeks ago, and he got an advanced copy of it. And because he's kind of bad at games, I just assumed he was making it look way more difficult than it was. <laughs> Spoiler alert: No, he wasn't. It is Ooh. probably one of the most frustratingly difficult games I've ever played. <laughs> I can believe it because you'll. It, it's simple because the only motion, the only control you use is the mouse, and you're just making little circles to swing your axe or swing your hammer and to pull yourself up. But it's slightly inconsistent in how it 
reacts with everything. It sounds like it's a single player Mount Your Friends almost. <laughs> it's more like uh, Quop. It's developed by the same guy. You know, the racing game with the the buttons where you control the legs. Okay, gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. I know what I'm talking about now. It's designed by the same guy. Hmm. Okay. But if there was also an announcer that would read, like, snarky quotes about loss. <laughs> From, uh... Incredibly well, well made, well polished. Mm. It's not fun, like, even remotely, <laughs> but it's incredibly satisfying. That is from the way uh, Markiplier is reacting to it, because he started out in one spot, and he was actually making a pretty good pace up to where he was trying to go, and it's like, it's almost like somebody took a Katamari ball and just spread it open, and then everything fell apart, and that's the level design. Yeah. Um, but he actually made it up one part. He had to go to the right in like this this box area because he was in this area where there was a, a, a rake and some balloons and I've been there and uh, umbrellas. Yep, I've been there. I fell <laughs> all the way to the bottom of the map from there. What the hell? That almost happened to him too. He got caught somewhere between the rake and something else. So I guess that saved him. But he spent at least five to ten minutes getting up to the top, only just to get all the way back down to <laughs> to where he began that in the video. Yep. <laughs> uh, the tagline for the game was this game was designed for a specific type of person, to hurt them. <laughs> and it does just that. Dang. <laughs> I love it. Kind of, it makes me think of uh, a game that I'm playing now, uh, as much as I can play things at the, at the current time. <laughs> but, uh, Prey, I'm a little late to oh, join. It's a good game. <laughs> it, it, it is a good game, and uh, I don't think people are showing it nearly enough love. Um, didn't realize it's, it's, it's uh, published by the same company that brought us Lords of the Fallen, which people can say whatever they want about that game, but Lords of the Fallen has some good things to improve upon that kind of uh, genre. That even the the Dark Souls games borrowed mechanics from from it. The problem the problem I have with Lords of the Fallen is they tried too much to be like Dark Souls to the point where the controls themselves were more difficult than they had to be. Yeah, I mean, it, it would have been a better game overall if they'd taken a little more time to refine the controls. Yeah, they they, they I think they try to be they try to make it complicated for the sake of. Increasing difficulty. So, like, yeah. you spent most of your time fighting the controls and enemies in that game. That's how I feel about Onimusha and Resident Evil, the early ones. Oh, God, yeah. Resident <laughs> Evil with the tank controls. controls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Even, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Tomb Raider early on, too. I remember getting to a boss, and the boss shot out this slow moving, big ass green fireball. And I'm like, we gotta move! We gotta move! She kept turning to the left. So obviously that slow-moving green-ass fireball killed me. Yeah, but at least uh, Tomb Raider had better cameras than Resident Evil and auto-locking. Resident Evil, you like had limited ammo, and then you're like shooting your shotgun, and then because of the awkward camera angle, yep. you, you think you're hitting the zombie. Like, no, you're hitting a wall. Good job. That wall looks suspicious, though. <laughs> yeah, those are things oh, that I are really hard to go back to. I think they're going to remake the second Resident Evil, too. 
I thought they did that already. Oh no, that's that's in the pipelines right now. Yeah, uh, Nemesis, right? Is that Nemesis? No, no, no. That's right. No, no, no. no. Three of Nemesis Nemesis. is thirty. Two, Um, two of the one that you could run through. If you if if you avoid fighting all the zombies, you could beat it in like twenty minutes. Something stupid like that. Wow, that's the one with uh, Leon and uh, ah shoot. It's been a minute. Leon Kennedy and um, I think it was uh shit. Claire Redfield. Was it Claire or was it uh what's her face? It was it was Claire because she had the ponytail and uh yeah, Claire because they Chris Redfield was in there too. Ah uh, no, it was just her. The two main characters were um Leon, Claire, Sherry was uh, in Claire's storyline, and that was the first time you saw Ada Wong in uh, Resident Evil Two. Yeah, I think that makes sense because they they start off with like uh, the whole Raccoon City thing, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Didn't they work for the pol- police department there? Is that isn't that how they kind of just introduced them? Well, that yeah. Leon was, uh, yeah, he did work for the Raccoon City Police Department. Claire was supposed to be, I think she used stars. Yeah, Leon was um, a rookie. Claire was stars. Mm-hmm. Um, Ada was working for Umbrella. And Sherry Sherry Birkin was the do- the young daughter of. Uh... Speaking of Resident Evil. <laughs> oh, did you hear the door? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my family with bad timing. That what they see they see the sign. I literally have a site that a sign that lines up. It says "Do not disturb recording." You know, like on air type of thing. <laughs> They're like, I think that's optional. I'm gonna come in anyway. That sign, <laughs> and that it, sign's not for me. And it never fails because there's always something that can wait. Like, hey, you want to go uh, release all the shoes we have on the rack? Like, what? Like now? <laughs> yeah. No. No. Get out of here. It's like which which color do you like better? It's like they look the same to me. No, no, this is more of a periwinkle, and this is more of a pink. They look the same. Freaking periwinkle! Wow. It's like I don't know. It's always the most random stuff. Bless the hearts. This is mustard red. What? <laughs> it's like how's that even a thing? What? You know when the ketchup mixes together with the mustard. <laughs> ah, good times. But uh, <laughs> you know, before we wrap, I do have to start wrapping up because. Uh, I hear I hear the restlessness outside. I think the we're babysitting tonight too. So, oh, you were expecting this to be a quick stream. I know, I know, but I do want to say uh, I, I do want to say as far as prey goes. Um, originally, like when I remember when I was looking at the previews, I I really got a um, Dead Space vibe. Right, mm-hmm. very quickly I realized it it plays a lot more like a Bioshock. Yes. But until you start dying repeatedly. I didn't realize there was that freaking, you know, Dark Souls aspect. But the, apparently, I haven't discovered this myself because I've been cheating and just reloading. If I don't like the way a certain stretch goes, I'll just, like, load the last thing. But apparently, if you die, you have, like, like what, five minutes to get back to where you died and, and get your loot back? Is that is that true? I don't think that's true, because I had to keep reloading my um my game anytime I died. That's what someone was telling me. They said, "Yeah, when you die, you gotta you have to like go back and, and and you have instead of like it being like when you die, you lose everything. You have a time on top a time limit on how fast you can get your stuff back." There have been a couple of games called Prey, so yeah. No, this this has to be the same Prey because they were describing um. The stuff that I was I was encountering. Maybe it's a game plus mode or something. But all I know is once you get killed, the last thing you want to do is go back to where I killed at. Because like the little mimics, no problem. 
when you start running into the phantoms and then the other monsters that have uh, question marks, yeah, that should be a sign right there. That in the games nowadays, you got three things that'll tell you not to mess with something. The name will have a skull next to it. There won't be a name. There'll be some question marks, or the name will be in red. Yep. So you don't mess with that. I, I know I cheated. I you know I cheat. I cheated, uh, and like I got some of the like safe codes. So I, I, I went into one of the rooms and, and it said in the in the thing. By the way, there are phantoms here, and I'm like, fuck it, I could take them. Even though I had a little shitty, mm-hmm. all I have right now is the freaking. I like to call it the fluffer. <laughs> <laughs> and then the glue gun. And then yeah, the, the goo gun, and then the what's the other shit I have? And a wrench. So you know what I was doing? I I, I was oh, trying to get him into. Yeah. I was trying to get him into like the the gas pipes and like light them on and try to get them to spark and throw shit at the gas pipes so it would start a fire and then they'd be caught in the fire and then I would I would goo them in front of it so the fire would kill them so it worked mm-hmm. but I, I took too much like collateral damage in the process trying to mm-hmm. dodge their little shit and and uh, throwing like trash cans and telephones at the freaking pipes. <laughs> I know um, when I first got, got the glue gun and I um, shot the mimics with it, I was like, wow, this game's not too bad. This is going to be pretty easy. All of a sudden, the mimic bust through the goo when he started attacking me again. Yep. Yeah. Then I realized what I got myself into. Yep. It'll slow him down, though. I had him completely covered. This thing busted out like a face hugger. So <laughs> I don't, I haven't cussed at a game out loud that loud in a good long minute, but this game will make you cuss out loud. Yeah. It's definitely Jump one of those scares, games, man. like, I need to play it when I have time to deal with the frustration. Like, you can't just jump in and play for a few minutes. Like, you have to really devote some time to it to make to, to make any sort of progress. But I like yeah. how it's, like, it's got a good blend of being a guided experience and kind of on rails, but also giving you... Uh, openness, but not like completely open world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's very clear where you have to go, but they give you like a lot of things you could you could do things out of sequence, and there's flexibility in that. So I I, I dig that. You can do it if you can survive. Yeah, because actually, I went looking for some of the crew members. I'm like, well, it says this person's still alive. Let me see if I can find them. And then I found them. All right, they turn into this weird corpse phantom. I heard about that. I heard they about were, that. They were pissed. I mean, like, it's already bad enough that you're regular. Enemy. These dudes were, were pissed. I heard there's a lot of, like, boss battles, too, so I'm excited for that. I hadn't even gotten there yet. I, I got to the point where I can make a... I can kind of mur- um, murify. Wow. Modify um, neuromods, but I haven't done it yet. Okay, so you, you, you're part about it. You're a little further than me. Like, I got... um. I got one mod slotted, but there's two type of mods. There's like the first, the first tab. I forget what it is. That hasn't unlocked for me yet. But the second tab, where you can start putting like points into things, like your skill tree. Yeah. I started doing that, and I, I what did I put it into? So I, so I think I put in some kind of survivability things. Like I don't want to die easily. That's kind of my thing. <laughs> what about the mod where you can shoot electric bees out of your hands? <laughs> That's it's it's coming. I mean, I. <laughs> Because I scanned, um, I scanned some of the phantoms, and I think I can't unlock that. I just, I had to stop. Oh, I stopped because that dang Xbox controller drains the batteries like nobody's business. Put a new battery in it. Nah, I gotta find them around here. Well, I just, I use rechargeable, and I have no problem. I don't know where my charger. 
take I'm off. still trying to get used to this house. I can't remember where I put the charger at. That's going to be a problem. Yeah, maybe when the snow melts, I can fix it. On on Amazon, um, they have the the Sun Labs brand, and that, and that, like those are like the cheapest rechargeables you can get, and their 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 charge stations are actually really good because it's smart charging. Mm-hmm. So like it'll, it'll cut it, it won't overcharge it, and it'll cut it off when it's done charging per per slot. So you can have a bunch of freaking batteries charging at once, and have them ready for long gaming sessions, but. They're pretty. They're pretty good. And these are. I forgot what the MAH rating is. I want to say they're fifteen hundred, maybe. No, this, these are one thousand. These are the lower end ones. But I have a couple of. I have a few uh, fifteen hundred ones. It's but, either yeah. gonna be. It's either gonna be good or good. If it's G U U D, I'll get them. If it's just good, I can tolerate. It. That's <laughs> the rating I go by. <laughs> yep. 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 I feel you. I feel you. Well. It's good to have you folks back, but I do have to dip out of here. So uh, let's do a little quick outro here. Uh, reintroduce ourselves. I'm Yogi Zilla. I didn't get to say it on the top of the show. You can find me. On, I'm doing out of order, yeah. Uh, I'm Yogi Zilla on Xbox Live and uh, Twitter these days. It's probably the best place to reach me. Uh, watch out. You haven't been here for a while. Why don't you do your plugs? Uh, you can find me at watchoutgames.com. Uh, usually... Every Wednesday, I try and do Warbound Radio, but I'm behind. I'm going to try and do the latest episode tomorrow. Uh, just look me up at Warchild Games at Twitter and everywhere. Word. And Beard, how about you? You can find me on Twitter at Beard and Hat or Twitch Mondays and Thursdays as of late at twitch.tv slash 7AYLOR, three underscores. What? Yeah. Is that a bank code? Yeah. It's it's freaking, all your money. It's a freaking plot twist. I was wondering who that this, that seven a y l o r guy was in the chat. I said, let me roll off the tongue. It's Taylor. <laughs> it, just look at it. Taylor. Lead speed. No, I know what it. I'm being facetious. <laughs> I know. You're not the first one to be literally serious about that. I'm like, no, you're. I'll, <laughs> The, the, I do believe the it's first speak, Captain. Yeah, the first time you, you, you talked in the chat, it took me like took me a few seconds to really like let it register and like seven ailer. Huh. Oh got it. <laughs> oh, I feel dumb now. <laughs> I attribute that to old age. <laughs> it happens. People half your age that don't understand it. It's okay. Ah, okay, so I'm not, I'm not alone. I mean, I feel a little better. Feel a little better, yeah. So next week, folks, uh, you know, again, holiday season, so it's a little crazy for everyone. But hopefully, next Thursday, what's next Thursday? The 14th? Yeah, 14th. Yeah. The day before the new Star Wars movie, which you're either really excited about, you're like, eh. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll discuss that some more next week. And we'll probably start a little earlier. Let's say 10-ish for now. And we'll uh, and, uh, see if I can be here. And hopefully Thursday, we'll get everybody on. Thursday at 10. Yeah, t- ten ten thirty ish. If you could, you could do ten thirty, or child. I can do ten. Well, I can do ten. It's gonna be up to Taylor though, or beard and hat, or T seven four L. Yeah. <laughs> God, I think I'm. I think I'm busy that Thursday. So I'll see if I can see if I can cut in. If not, we'll uh, we'll shoot for Friday then. Friday Saturday. We'll see. We'll, we'll be fl- flexible on it. Oh yeah, one last thing. Uh, apparently, they're trying to revive uh, Mass Effect Andromeda's like multiplayer community. 
So I got a push notification. Ah! I, I, I know. Th- this is a whole other discussion. But I got a push notification uh, from the app, which I still have installed. Don't laugh. Um, and, you know, I like the game. And I, I like playing online. I, you know, I don't, I don't get to as much as I like to, but, you know. But here's the thing. You could tell they have, like, their, their like, C team on it because the, the copy read something like, um, Apex Special Forces News, News You. Oh wow! I like news. You do they do they need me or do they knew me? They they should have just made it like if they're gonna do this bad with it, they should have just called it Mass Effect but spelled effect with an A instead of an E. That well, way we'll know it's gonna be. Bad. I'm telling you, like if if you know if you're if you're gonna cut corners, just do it from the beginning because like. There's some things that's so bad they're good, right? Like outsource it to India and or, or like China and have it all be English, and then you'll be laughing your ass off. And of course they'll, they'll charge full price, but you know you cut you cut your, co- your cost down and just have it be really like janky and really poor English, and and you'll just enjoy it and just just so you can stream it and, re- and make videos and laugh at how bad it is, you know? Zero wing, exactly. It's almost it's almost it's like it's like look. Like the Avengers or, or Iron Man movie versus that B-side movie called Metal Man. And the helmet <laughs> is all jacked up. <laughs> oh, man. They should have called it, spelled Mass, M-A-S, like it's German, in effect, with an A. Mass uh, effect. Mass effect. <laughs> das gut. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what we're leaving you on, folks. The video game industry is turning to bad uh, B-rate rip-off movies. There you go. Good times. And on that note, we'll see you next week. Peace.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.